And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hello. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. How you doing? You look great today. I mean that. You seriously look great today. If anyone tells you that you don't, tell them, well, that can't be true because Jeff Fisher from Chewing the Fat, you know, the podcast that you should subscribe to, uh, told me that I look great. So, up yours. Sad news, if you are looking great and you're hungry and you thought, man, I've got those chicken breast nuggets in the freezer. I guess I'll make those. Uh -uh, I would check them first. 60,000 pounds of chicken breast nuggets are being recalled because they may be contaminated with extraneous materials, specifically uh, flexible rubber. I don't know why that's funny to me, but it just is. Pilgrim's Pride Corporation of Waco, Texas, recalling the four-pound bags of fully cooked chicken breast nuggets produced uh, the first part of May. They were distributed to uh, Arizona, Idaho, Oregon, and Texas because there was some sort of uh, rubber pieces in them. They did have a consumer complaint saying, Hey, uh, what's going on? It tastes like rubber. I don't know what rubber tastes like, but I guess that's a little chewy. So according to the company, there's been no reports of adverse reactions due to the consumption of these products. Uh, You know, nobody's reported anything bouncing out of the toilet. But, you know, if you have these products, uh, throw them away or do what I would do and return them, you know, and get your money back duh don't just throw them away that's just wasted cash i mean it's like your money is just bouncing away from you good news coming out of china and isn't all news really good news when it comes out of china and we have a new flu virus to think about yay as if you don't have enough to worry about in today's world uh there's a new flu virus found in chinese pigs yes it's a new swine flu it has become more infectious to humans and needs to be watched closely in case it becomes a potential pandemic virus now the experts have said there's no imminent threat so don't even worry about it stop your little stop your little whining about it they looked into it they have found viruses in pigs since 2011 and it's a it's a g4 strain of h1n1 it's all it has all the essential hallmarks of a pandemic virus but don't worry about it and stop your whining okay now look sure the farm workers had elevated levels of the virus in their blood sure there's monitoring uh, of all the human populations especially the workers in the pig industry but ah, stop your oinking and hush puppy has been busted I know you're thinking what that can't be true yeah the uh instagram star 
the Nigerian Instagram star known as Hush Puppy busted in a $431 million cyber scam. So he, uh, he's a big star who boasted online about his lavish lifestyle. And I apologize if I'm telling you things that you already know, uh, because you're a big follower of Raymond DeBoss, hush puppy. If you're one of his 2.4 million followers on Instagram, he was uh, nabbed uh, earlier uh, this month in Dubai for a scheme that, uh, I'm sorry, an alleged scheme that involved ripping off credit card information all over the world. Uh, the suspects targeted victims all around the world by creating fake websites for well-known companies and banks in a bid to steal credit card information and then launder the stolen money. Now they, you know, he, of course, uh, according to the investigators passed himself off as a wealthy real estate developer flaunted his collections, uh, you know, all over Instagram. And he decided that that's a good way for him to bring in his victims uh, all around the world. The FBI and Interpol raided his apartment in Dubai and he was asleep when they broke in. They seized more than $37 million in cash. That's a good day. You got $37 million in cash in your apartment? <laughs> Uh, it's not bad. No, it's not, Jeff. It was stolen money. I know. I know. So there are at least another dozen associates busted in the international operation, codenamed Fox Hunt 2. That's a, you know, that's a new TV show. Fox Hunt 2. They, uh, they found out where everybody was um, on their social media accounts. So they found uh, email addresses of nearly 2 million victims, dozens of phones, computers, hard drives, and $37 million in cash. I know, it's sad news. Uh, Hush Puppy. Hush Puppy shut down. Uh, Another Nigerian scam. The Nigerian print scam on Instagram. Uh, hush puppy. So if you were one of the people that he had information on, you are breathing a sigh of relief right now. He's been accused of fraud now, you know, really all over the world, uh, Europe, America, Nigeria. Uh, so he's, is he done? Probably. Uh, you know, I'm sure that he can afford maybe, maybe he's got another apartment with a couple of million sitting around to afford an attorney that can help him out a little bit, but, uh, he's in big trouble. And, you know, of course they've got all the information with operation Fox hunt Two. tonight on CBS Fox hunt Two. maybe it's on Quibi. I mean, Quibi's having a tough time as it is. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about Quibi, uh, a little bit later in the show, but they're having a tough time and I can understand why, as a matter of fact. Uh, as I uh, get into a little, I'll give you a quick Quibi review uh, in a little bit here on Chewing the Fat. We had uh, the Golden State Killer plead uh, go be front of the crowd, go before the in front of the crowd in California, and uh, plead guilty. And he's a seventy year, seventy four year old guy. He's another guy that proves what jail does to you. So he was arrested and he, a couple years ago, right in 2018, 
And remember, he was arrested because of DNA of a cousin, right? They had, uh, they never could find the Golden State Killer. This is, you know, he's been on, on the run for years, right? He had shut down communities during the 70s and he was raping and killing people and communities were in a panic. You know, that's what, I mean, that's what prompted a lot of the citizen patrols and telling people to keep their doors locked. And it was, it was bad. He was a bad guy. Uh, you know, if it's him, well, he pleaded guilty. So let's just pretend that it is him. Why would you plead guilty to something like that? Unless you're guilty. So we've talked a little bit about, uh, how jail after these bad guys get, uh, get sentenced and get arrested, what jail does to you. We saw it with Bill Cosby. We saw it with Harvey Weinstein. And now we've seen it with Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. The golden state killer. He was arrested, as I said, in uh, a couple years ago, 2018. And he was this 72-year-old guy. He was riding his motorcycle. He was doing yard work. He was Mr. On Top of the World. And then now he's in a wheelchair. He can hardly move. He can barely talk. He looks really sickly. So is it what jail does or what attorneys do to help you along to make people feel bad. Now, look, he's, you know, a 74 year old guy. Is it possible that he's sickly in the last couple of years has, you know, gone down way hill? Sure. Absolutely. It's positive, but okay. So he pled guilty to 13 murders and 13 charges of kidnapping for purposes of robbery. All right, that's what he's charged with. Now, he also admitted to about 62 other crimes of rape and abduction for, you know, the statute of limitations are, are, are done long ago. They expired. He, you know, they can't charge him with that. Just this guy is a bad guy. All right, he had crimes from at least 73 to 86 he had attacks on some 106 children men and women in 11 counties from sacramento to orange county some 50 women and girls were raped now the deal that they made with them is that they wouldn't do the death penalty wow uh if anyone deserves the death penalty it's this guy. Plus, in California, you're not getting the death penalty anyway. Right? I mean, the governor doesn't believe in it. But I think it's still on the books. The governor just finds a way around it in California. We've talked a little bit about that in the past. Um, but uh, you're not... Why are we paying for him to be on death row if you're not going to be put to death? Just silly. So he pled guilty and, uh, we'll see what happens. They are waiting. They all get to speak coming up in August. So we'll see, uh, what happens. I know there was a judge and, uh, lawyers and there were uh, nearly 200 people, uh, at this trial, the footage that you saw were, you know, all the chairs in the, in the auditorium were six feet apart and they had to find this, uh, large auditorium to do the trial so all these people would show up 
They knew they were going to, you know, everybody was going to be there. This huge crowd, a couple hundred people, the trial. And, you know, in today's world with, uh, you know, all social distancing and everybody wearing masks, they used a ballroom at uh, Cal State Sacramento. So uh, they were all there and they're all standing up in front of them when their names were listed and proving what a bad guy was. And the family members are finally happy to have some justice for other family members that were murdered. And, you know, they were they were happy. To hear Joseph, I want to make sure I get his, he's a serial killer, so we have to say his entire name, Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. Everybody was happy when they said, how do you plead? I'm sorry, what was that? Thank you very much. Have a good day. And as long as we're on lawsuits, we might as well uh, mention that a second federal lawsuit has been filed over the Chaz Chop Zone in uh, Seattle's Capitol Hill. Uh, the class action lawsuit claims that by allowing the protest, protest zone, Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin and Governor Jay Inslee violated the constitutional rights of everyone who lives, works, or passes through the area. Now, the attorney Jacob Bozeman uh, believes that uh, the city allowed it and he claims they helped create it by installing barricades in bathrooms. I would love to talk to Jacob Bozeman. I'm going to try to get a hold of him uh, to advocate the authority to an unelected, unauthorized, and armed group of people to decide who can come and go, who can be searched and seized, and under what portions of the city you can come and go from for fear of physical retaliation against you is unconstitutional. This will be a fun lawsuit. No question. And Jacob, I'm here for you. You want to get it off your chest? Talk a little bit on the air? Talk to me. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Love to talk to you. And good news for the statue people. Oh, I'm sorry, good news for the, uh, for the people who want the statues to remain. Uh, the organization that wants to take down the Lincoln statue at the University of Wisconsin in Madison, uh, they don't want to tear it down. <laughs> oh, that's, that's silly. That's silly. They don't want to tear it down. They, they, want to, they want the university to remove the statue by choice. Oh, okay. All right. Those people that tore down those other two statues in Madison last week. Wow, we, we don't want anything to do with those people. We want the university to take down this Lincoln statue by choice. Oh, okay. So if they decide not to tear it down, would that choice be okay? Good luck. Uh, Nalia McWhorter, the president of University of Wisconsin-Madison's Black Student Union, said just because he was anti-slavery doesn't mean he was pro-black. Oh, okay. He said a lot in his presidential campaigns, his fourth presidential campaign speech. He said he believes there should be an inferior and superior, and he believes white people should be the superior race. Now, that's true, 
But I believe if you look, well, A, even even if he believed that, which his notes and thoughts kind of prove that he didn't. He was uh, trying to stay alive for the people who did believe that so that he could get to a place where he could change it. But even if he did believe that, so he can't change, he can't decide, wow, that was wrong. Like, I don't know, a few years later and decide, wow, that was wrong. So man, am I an idiot? I'm going to free the slaves. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. You can't remember when what's his face head of Google said that you're going to want to have a, a different identity, an older identity. As now it's true with even Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. He never tweeted a thing in his life. I mean, maybe he Facebooked, maybe he MySpaced. I don't know. I, uh, I didn't follow him at the time. So, you know, whatever. I don't remember, you know, liking or retweeting anything that Abe put out there, but you don't get to change your mind. You don't get to say, yeah, back here, I was an idiot. I mean, obviously the answer is not in today's world. You don't No, you do not get to change your mind and we want to silence you. And that's going on all over as we speak. Uh, this, this idea that they want to allow the university to, although we don't want to tear it down. We want the university to take it down by choice. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. No problem by choice though. Right. I mean, you, of course it's by choice. Duh. I mean, that's just, that's just silly. I know we have, and that I mean voices are being silenced. My friends, voices are being silenced all over, uh, Reddit. They disbanded one of its most, and I, and I, and I say this because this is the way the article is written, but it's one of its most controversial forums. It's got 790,000 members. Uh, it's a subreddit called the Donald devoted to. Uh, President Trump. Uh, the ban was part of a policy change that led to a purge of about 2,000 subreddits. And the CEO, Steve Hoffman, cited rule-breaking, deliberate provocation, and other users and failure to meet our most basic expectations as reasons for shutting down specific forums. Now, and it included a popular left-wing uh, Chapo Trap House subreddit. But, you know, they just changed the policies, right? We changed the policies. Oh, and now you're breaking the rules. Oh, okay. Uh, Facebook announced that, uh, you know, they're, they're getting hit by, you know, hundreds of companies saying, eh, we're just not going to advertise with you now. Eh, maybe you ought to be better. Okay, well, they're going to add new guidelines now to label hate speech. Is that going to be enough? I doubt it because it's never enough. Don't bend the knee to the rage mob. But they are, many are, they're bending the knee. Uh, also, uh, Twitch uh, banned a Trump channel yesterday. They banned one of their, one of their big guys, Dr. Disrespect. I mean, who doesn't? 
Who doesn't love Dr. Disrespect? I mean, they just cut him loose. They just signed a new deal with him. So uh, there's something else going on there. But they're busy silencing voices. Uh, YouTube has made moves to ban channels. And I know that in those channels were two white supremacists uh, for violating its policies. But okay. So yeah, do we hate the white supremacists? Yeah, we do. Richard Spencer and David Duke. Okay, we don't we don't like what they say, but their voices are now banned. And you know, it's voices are being banned everywhere. You know, first first they came for Alex Jones and everybody was okay with it and now you know it's Richard Spencer and David Duke and now we're getting rid of uh, you know subreddits because we don't like what they hear voices are being banned voices are being shut down because just like the group in Madison we want we don't want to tear it down we want companies to make the choice we want universities to make the choice now, if you don't make the right choice, we'll burn it down. But <laughs> we don't want to burn it down right now. I mean, that's a perfect example of why you need to uh, subscribe to The Blaze. Now, look, Chewing the Fat is part of The Blaze Podcast Network, and it's free. And, of course, you know, there's commercials, and, and I get it, and that's how we pay the bills. That's how we pay some of the bills. But Blaze TV subscribers is you know, pays the bills. And so if you don't want voices silenced, subscribe to blaze TV. You can go to blaze TV.com slash Jeffy. Uh, use the promo code Jeffy. We'll get you a discount. Um, I'm not sure what it gets you. I think it gets you 10 bucks off or 10% off or whatever, whatever discount, but it's still a worthy price for a year to subscribe to blaze TV. And it gets you, uh, plenty of hosts that are behind the paywall that you know voices that you want to hear and it helps keep the blaze podcast network running which you know is me so uh chewing the fat with jeff fisher subscribe itunes spotify iHeartRadio. choose a platform and subscribe and then enjoy and tell your friends and neighbors right it's just that simple my gosh duh <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to the break room. Long as we're in the break room, um, I'll let me remind you to uh, follow me on social media. You can follow me on uh, uh, Twitter at uh, Jeffy JFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio and uh, Parlor. You can parlay. Uh, I don't know why that sounds so strange. It just does. We just have to get used to it, I guess. Uh, it's kind of like MySpace, and you know, you just got to get used to it. Anyway, uh, you can uh, you can parlor parlay me uh, at uh, Jeffy Jeff Fisher Radio on Parlor as well. So uh, you know, give it a shot. But uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are the top three. And you know, you talk about being silenced. Uh, while I'm not being silenced, you know, I am, uh, it's, it's strange to see how you're being throttled by the social media companies. 
We just used my Facebook Jeff Fisher radio, for example, just for a second. Uh, there's been a certain number of followers that I have had for quite some time now on Jeff Fisher radio. And every time I reach a certain level, amazingly, I lose of about a hundred followers on my account, which knocks me back down. So I never get past one hurdle and depending on how I post things and what is what it is I post depends on how many people see it. It's just incredible how their algorithm uh, works. And so it appears like they're not, you know, they're not doing what they're doing. It's just, this is really, really weird. So, you know, you try to get as much information out there as you can, but I go back to, you know, that's where this comes in and that's where, you know, Blaze TV comes in and, you know, so just be a part of it and we're happy to have you here. So Kim Kardashian, I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian West, I apologize. Uh, she I apparently got angry at her sister uh, for getting all the news about money and being a billionaire and, you know, having all this thing. So she decided to sell, and I'm surprised she didn't sell more, but she's decided to sell 20% stake in her cosmetics company, the KKW, to beauty giant Cody. So I guess they needed a little cash. Uh, maybe they're drying up uh, cash money, her and, her and Kanye, but uh, she decided to sell 20% of her KKK, KK, KKW, her cosmetics company, to uh, Cody for $200 million. That's 20%. That means her company was valued at a billion dollars. So her company's worth a billion. Now, according to this, that makes her worth $900 million. So, I mean... Okay, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> that is just amazing. Good for them. I, you know, I love America. I don't know that they do, but I do. No, I believe they do. Yeah. I mean, they certainly believe in capitalism. And you know what? And I saw, remember, remember the first time you saw the advertisement for the exercise, uh, the mirror, uh, now it costs about 1500 bucks for the mirror and you still have to pay a subscription 30, 39 bucks a month. I mean, that's kind of, you know, subscription to, you know, the gym and you're able to get the, uh, access to the live classes and on demand workouts. I mean, it worked great right because uh they launched and then we get this lockdown so uh lululemon or as i like to call them uh lululemon uh they love the mirror so uh they're going to uh they're gonna buy it oh good for them uh it's gonna operate as a standalone um the former CEO is still going to be in charge. Uh, okay. And apparently there was an interview that said she envisioned mirror being the next iPhone. Well, you don't need to be the next iPhone. If you want to exercise at home 
and work out? And do you want someone to guide you through it at 1500 bucks initial cost and $39 a month? Uh, you know what you can do? Uh, this is a, an unpaid advertisement for my son. A better you performance, Elvis Fisher. He has an app. He can guide you through online or in person. So contact him. Uh, better you performance. And uh, he can guide you through for a little bit cheaper than mirror and uh it'll be more positive for you as well all right there's an unpaid advertisement for elvis fisher's better you performance i haven't charged him anything yet for that i gotta maybe start doing that uh good news too from netflix uh there's gonna be a great show coming to netflix and i'm i'm so happy that it's gonna be showing up on netflix so i can just scan right by it. Um, a Colin Kaepernick biopic. Uh, the series. The series. It's called Colin in Black and White. It will focus on his early life as a black child growing up with a white adopted family and his road to becoming a professional athlete while defining his identity. And... It'll probably show how what a horrible life he had from this white family as they were able to make him go to college and play in the National Football League. What a horrible life he's had. So we'll see. I mean, that's I can't wait. Anyway, no, I mean, I can't wait to see Colin in black and white. And then on the 4th of July... Um, there's going to be a special show with the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan. And it's going to be a message of hope. When you think of hope, do you, who, who's the first, the first person that comes to your mind when you think of hope? <laughs> it's the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan. Duh. When you think of loving this country and celebrating the birth of this great country on the 4th of July every year. Who's the first person you think of? Why, yes, it's the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan. That's, I mean, duh. So he's going to be streaming his live message of hope. Now, I didn't know that this was available to me, so I apologize, and I will, you know, I'll find out how I could get this and I can download it but it's the Fox Soul app or you can go to soul.tv or if you wanted more information on the entire thing you can you know go to noi.org not sure what that stands for nation of islam uh dot org and but i didn't realize that i can uh, i could download the soul app the fox soul app so fox soul is going to be streaming nation of islam leaders louis farrakhan's message of hope on the 4th of july you do you do not you do not want to want to miss that boy don't want to miss that at one little bit 
So apparently Quibi's in a little bit of trouble. Uh, and Katzenberg and Whitman are, you know, not seeing necessarily eye to eye. We've talked about Quibi since the beginning, right? I, mean, I thought it was a great idea. I really did. And it just it, it was launched at the wrong time. And I think they got this huge cash infusion and they produced all these shows and then everybody made a bunch of money. And, and you saw how... Uh, uh, what's her face? Her husband runs it and gave her like six million to do the voice work on a couple of shows. And so they were just, you know, it was kind of questionable on, you know, what's going on and why she's getting all this money. And you, I mean, I'm sorry, Reese Witherspoon, uh, her husband is in charge of whatever he's in charge of over there, Quibi. And he's ends up giving her a bunch of cash for a show that, eh, for her voice. So, I mean, they had a lot of cool shows, but they also, they had a number of really good shows, but they had a huge amount of shows that are not that good and they're not that funny. And I don't, you know, I don't know if they're trying to be woke and now they, you know, they screwed up on some of the stuff at the very beginning because it was, uh, it was supposed to be in between times, but we had the COVID lockdown, so there wasn't any in between times. But they launched it with that still in mind, so you couldn't put it to your TV, and it was, uh, you know, you couldn't, it, uh, you know, you can now. Amazingly, oh, huh. After a review from uh, Jeff Fisher on his YouTube channel and uh, reviews here on Chewing the Fat, huh. Now I can throw it to my TV and watch Quibi on the TV. Amazing. Funny how that happened. And uh, what there was a number of other things. So they're really struggling. They're burning through cash. Uh, advertisers are like, you know, we're really not getting our money's worth with you. Uh, we should, uh, you know, rethink that. So, you know, I've got some ideas. Uh, Jeff, Meg, call me. I'm here for you. I got a couple ideas. We can help you out. Get some, uh, get some things working for you. I mean... I don't want to say you're welcome, but you're welcome. I mean, call me and then you'll then you'll be welcome. Now, let's be honest. Uh, you know, entertainment is struggling. You know, mass entertainment. Uh, movies, television. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and and. And, you know, we're all dying for content and programming to watch because we've been stuck home, right? And now we're, we're out back on the road, are we? I mean, a second lockdown may be coming. I don't know that we put up with it, but I think they're going to want it. It feels, I mean, they are so close to pulling the plug right now on locking us down again. Um, and, I, you know, if they lock us down and, and mean it, and don't allow the protest riots to take place, then maybe the overall public believes it. But right now, we can't believe what they're telling us because they're saying, hey, social distance and everybody's got to wear masks unless you, you know, you're protesting and then you're fine. Well, that's, that's bullshit and you know it. I'm sorry, but you know it is. You just know it is. But they're all struggling, right? I mean, you have... Uh, Broadway is really struggling. And did you know, I just saw this. Wow. Did you know Cirque du Soleil, Cirque du Soleil filed for bankruptcy after closing shows and they've laid off 95% of its workforce. Wow. I mean, every look, I know Congress has set aside, you know, 
I don't know, quarter of a billion or something for the arts. Good luck. God bless. And are these shows, the Broadway shows, are they, are they going to come back? And if they do come back, they don't make any money anyway. It takes forever to make money on Broadway, right? And they pack them in they count on tourists. Uh, is anybody going to New York? Uh, anybody going to, uh, plays around the country anywhere? Uh, no. Now I know they're all looking for it. I, I guess South Korea, uh, has, uh, had, uh, a big Phantom of the Opera show that they've been playing, uh, to big audiences, I guess. I, I don't know, but I mean, and look, they're all banking on Hamilton, which is debuting on Disney this Friday, the third. How do I know that my daughter has been waiting for it forever? You know, we were, I was going to, there was, we were going to go see Hamilton here in Fort Worth. Uh, you know, she's, you know, busy singing every song and going through, she's been so excited for Hamilton coming to Disney. She's been listening to some other musicals every day, a new musical every day, building up to Hamilton on Friday, uh, you know, to see on Disney plus is that going to be a key for other plays launching yes are they going to do as good doubtful i mean hamilton is a is a big deal right and it's been a big deal and uh what's his face the head guy from hamilton you know uh lynn manuel miranda he's a really uh, great guy i've been forced to uh watch interviews and uh, see his work uh, because of my daughter and he is he's great I, I really wouldn't mind talking to him here on chewing the fat uh, he's uh, you know really talented guy and so is that going to be a marker for these plays on these apps okay I mean I hope it works I hope it does but you know the only reason I'm watching these plays is because of my 13 year old daughter who loves Hamilton some of these other musicals she likes, but she likes them because of Hamilton. Is she going out of her way for these others? You know, maybe for a little while. We'll see. But anyway, I don't know that it's going to, you know, pay off in the long run for, uh, for musicals on TV. Maybe you get the, you know, the Broadway app. And, uh, you know what, maybe on Fox soul after Louis Farrakhan on the fourth, you start running musicals, you know, maybe might work out for him. One, you know, speaking of, uh, things that, uh, you can get behind, uh, in these days, I will say that there's a movement in Portland that I think, I think I could get behind, uh, no justice, no booty. Black Portland strippers uh, protest for equal rights so they can strip. And they, they're saying, go out and throw money on butts, especially black butts. So no justice, no booty. And I, you know, who can't, who can't get behind that? Right? Right. That's, that's what I thought. And just remember, no justice, no booty, black butts matter. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So much is going on around the, uh, around the world and around the country. And I wasn't kidding earlier, uh, in the show 
that uh, we're close to locking it down again. And I don't know that we take it. I, I seriously, I don't know. Are, are you going to take it? I wouldn't have believed it. I, I said originally when I talked about a July 4th being reopened again, and obviously I thought we were going to be open here for the 4th of July. Uh-uh. I mean, they're shutting places down. Beaches are getting shut down in Florida. Texas is starting to shut down again. I mean, the governor is under huge pressure. He's got all these, uh, you know, King County, I'm sorry, these County Kings who, uh, you know, want to be in charge and are pissed that, you know, he hasn't acted fast enough. He hasn't done enough. We want to be in charge. We want to be the King. We want to lock it down. We want to do what we want. And, uh, it's just incredible what's going on. And that's in, you know, that's here in Texas that in Florida, they're getting, you look, if you go out West to California, uh, they're already, I mean, the headlines are our luck may have run out. California's case count explodes. Okay. Well, are people dying from it? Never mind that. Uh, the case count is exploding. Now, beaches are closing down in Florida, in California, in Texas, uh, you know, and we're having a war on that. And when I talk about if they lock it down, will we follow it? I mean, we already have a sheriff, uh, uh, the Los Angeles County Sheriff said, man, you can close the beaches, but I'm not going to enforce it. Which is pretty much saying, hey, if you want to go to the beach, go ahead. You're not going to get arrested and everything. And he's saying, hey, I'm not going to arrest you. Uh, we're here for, uh, you know, I'll give you a, I'll give you a hand in closing the parking lots and maybe some traffic enforcement on the PCH. But uh, if people are on the beach, care first, jail last. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, like it. I like it. I, you know, we'll see. We'll see if that holds true. And all over, I mean, you're talking about L.A., but I mean, really, California, the case count is exploding. Case counts are exploding in uh, many states that had uh, protests in them. Huh. It's strange how that happened. I mean, that absolutely has nothing to do with, you know, the cases uh, exploding, uh, the, the protests. But this just, it's a coincidence that these states where huge protests were happening and now huge Coronavirus cases are growing in those particular states. It's weird. Plus, we have people uh, crossing the U.S.-Mexico border for medical care. What? How's that happening? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people are coming to the border uh, from Mexico, and they call an ambulance, and the ambulance, uh, you know, they call 911, and they show up in the emergency room. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good, that's a smart, smart thing, smart thing to do, but come on now, come on now. And you want to know how we're, you want to know how we're in the place we're in right now? I mean, seriously, you want to know how we're in the place right now? When you have a CBS news show, uh, face the nation and I don't know, you know, Every radio host has a fake name for it, but it's called Face the Nation. It's been on for a hundred years now. And, you know, they have every Sunday, they have the, you know, the political leaders from, uh, you know, around the country on. And they interviewed uh, Governor Jay Inslee of Washington, the state of Washington, on Face the Nation. Okay, they interviewed the governor of Washington. All right, he's got two cities one in particular in his state that has an actual autonomous zone. 
jazz, chop, whatever you want to call it. And then you've got another city, Portland, who wants to have one, who's got strippers marching in the streets saying, you know, no justice, no booty. And they want, you know, that's two cities in his, in his state alone. And that have been, you know, full of protests. And, you know, obviously the, the numbers are, go, are growing as far as, uh, you know, coronavirus numbers exploding. And they have him on this show. And they didn't bring it up. They didn't bring it up. They didn't bring it up, the, you know, getting rid of the police. They didn't bring up the autonomous zones. I mean, incredible, right? And that's a, an example of what, where we're at. All right. So he goes on Face the Nation, and I'm sure he said, I'll go on Face the Nation, but I don't want to talk about, I'm sick of talking about Seattle. I'm sick of talking about, you know, we need to talk about what where we need to go in the future. And we need to talk about what needs to happen in the future and what needs to happen to keep my state and Americans safe. I can almost hear it. I can hear the phone call. And so, as a show, you say, yes. Sure, we want to talk to we want to talk to the. You say, are you sure? Because you know, those are important subjects. Well, the governor said he doesn't want to come on if you talk about that. And you say, all right, fine. You know, we'll we'll get there. And then the governor comes on, and you say, governor, uh, I know you didn't want to talk about it because it's all over the place, and you're blue in the face talking about it and you're sick about it but i can't have you on my show and not to ask you about it so you ask about Chaz and chop and what he sees for the future and if he doesn't answer it, he doesn't answer it or if he storms out he storms out but you have to ask the question you have to and he knows that he knows that and it's just i'm sorry it's just an, an amazing thing that you know, if you don't think that many of these networks, and those of you watching live right now, uh, 6 30, uh, 2020, uh, those of you, wow, tomorrow's July 1st. Yeah, we're coming up on July 4th. I mean, my Louis Farrakhan show is coming up. A message of hope from the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan, on uh, Fox Soul app. Um, and those of you watching, uh, you know, see me using the quotation marks, but uh, it's uh, it's incredible. If you don't think that they are in cahoots with the people that are against freedom and capitalism and the Republic of the United States, not the democracy, uh, just use that as an example and you're good to go. And we can give, you know, I'm not going to give you the coronavirus numbers and all that crap. Nobody cares. They're just, you just know they're going up. You know they're going up. The death rate isn't going up. But just know that, uh, you know, nobody's flying still. And they're getting ready to shut. And if, you know, you want to see that they're getting ready to shut down again. I mean, Delta is warning more than 2,500 pilots. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to furlough you guys. Uh, so, uh, we're going to do that. And then... Um, what will probably happen is uh, what you guys need to do is start looking at your retirement packages that you have, and let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get that working for you guys right now because uh, we can't keep we can't keep going with you know three people on the plane. I mean, it's incredible, and that's pilots, right? So if they're furloughing pilots, they are not planning on flying. 
for quite some time. And when every day up until March of this year was two to three million people flying every day going through the TSA turnstiles and now we're having a good day when it's a quarter of that uh, you're not getting back to normal for a long time you're not getting back to normal for a long time and every time you turn around a beach is closed a park is closed something else is happening you can't gather you can't do this Uh, we're being told what we can't do more and more and more I don't know about you, but I don't like being told what I can't do. I don't like being told what I can't do. I'm okay with not doing a lot of things. This is going to come as a surprise to you, but as an athletically overweight person, uh, I'm okay with not doing a lot of things. I just don't like being told I can't do them. I want to be able to say, yeah, I could, I could, I could go to the gym if I wanted to. Yeah. I could go to the I could go to the beach if I wanted to. I just don't want to. Okay? I don't want to. So don't worry about it. When you start telling me I can't go, now you're ticking me off. Oh.